Shomalechem Rabotai. We are continuing with the Mishnah Yomi for Chaf Zayin Adar Sheni of Tuf Shin Pei Base. We are in the second parak of Kilaim. We just begun the second parak yesterday, talking about using a seya worth of seeds to plant a base seya. But what happens if some other seeds were mixed in there? And we mentioned along the way that vegetables, you need less seeds to plant the same amount of land because they take up more space. And flax, you actually need three times the seeds. You need three seya to plant a base seya. So in Mishnah Gimel, we're going to say what happens if he changes his mind. He had planted his field with wheat. And he changes his mind. Now he wants to plant barley. So the Manashem, why, why might he go to the trouble of planting all the wheat and then all of a sudden plant the barley? So there's actually a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah 16. talks about the world is judged four times of the year for four different things. Within the Gemara brings, really the world's judged every day, judged constantly. And Abaye says on a practical level, a practical advice is if you see a certain crop is doing really well, go ahead, go and plant some more of that crop. So perhaps this guy sees that the soy, the barley is, is taking off, and he says, wow, I shouldn't have planted wheat, I should have planted more barley, and he wants to change his mind. And really, it's a musser. When you're succeeding, don't, don't take it easy, don't rest. When you're growing, keep growing. When you're succeeding, keep succeeding. That's what Abai says, if something's doing well, plant more of it. So maybe that's why this guy wants to uh, deal with his wheat and change it to barley. So what does he do? The Mishnah says, Yam tin law. Wait for it until it gets matliya. There's actually a machlokis what this means. So it could mean until it gets rotten and it's putrefied and there's worms on it. Because a tolat is a worm. Matliya can mean wormy. Or it can also mean wait until these seeds actually germinate and little tiny root hairs that look like little worms come out of the seed. So you can't change your mind right away. You have to wait until they actually sprout or until they actually rot. But then the yofach, and then you turn it over. So he would take the uh, the plow or the hoe, and he would turn over the land. To uh, it's going to kill these these little sprouting uh, wheat seeds. And afterwards, he's going to plant in his barley seeds. Im tzimcha, if they've already um, sprouted, his wheat's already uh, poking up. So don't say, oh, I'll just, um, I'll plant the seeds, and while I'm planting the seeds, you know, he's going to take his hoe and turn over the dirt to cover the seeds, and okay, in that process, I'm going to uh, be burying these little sprouting uh, wheat wheatalas, these little wheat plants will get kind of get destroyed and turned over at the same time I'm putting the dirt on top of my barley seeds. No, he has to turn it over first. And afterwards, plant the new seeds. First deal with the old one, and then do the new one. Otherwise, it looks like he's trying to add in barley into his wheat, and he's trying to make kiloim. So how does he have to plow and turn over to make it gone? Like the furrows of the rain. So Mfarjim explained, when it rained, they used to go and sort of make lines, make ditches, yeah, shallow ditches between lines of the crop sort of for drainage so the extra water could run off. So you don't have to plow every square inch, every square ama of this field, but you've got to sort of plow in nice lines so you're getting pretty much all of it. If there's a little bit left, you'll deal with a little bit of wheat does come up, even though you've tried to get rid of it. You'll deal with that later when it comes up. 
But if you're trying to get rid of it, then that's good enough. You're making these Talmud Revia. Abba Shalom, Abba Shalom disagrees. He says, He says, so you don't leave over a one-fourth in a Beit Seya. And he's referring, of course, a rova is a rova hakav of seed. Now, a bait sale was six kav of seed, and a rova kav would be one-fourth of a kav of seed, or one-twenty-fourth of the total amount. So Abishal says, plow up everything, just don't leave a one-twenty-fourth. There's actually a machlokis in the Farshim if he's more mekel or more machmir. Because maybe these furrows are pretty uh, big furrows with a pretty big gap in between. And as long as you're making the furrows, even if you left more than one-twenty-fourth, it's still kosher. Maybe Avashal is being more machmer, or maybe these furrows are tighter spaced, and leaving 124th is actually easier than plowing these furrows to uproot the wheat before you do the barley. Mishnah Dalid has a similar theme. Zurua, he did Zorea. Now, this is a word that's used generically for planting crops, like wheat, barley, grains. The Nimlach, he changes his mind, Linotta. And notta means he wants to plant vines, a vineyard, he wants to plant grapes. Lo yomar, he shouldn't say, etta, I'll go ahead and I'll plant the grapes. Akach ofach, and then I'll turn it over. While I'm turning over soil to cover up the grape seeds, that's when I'm going to, in the same process, go ahead and turn over and uproot and, and interfere with the growth of these little grain seeds. Rather, get rid of the grain first by doing some sort of plowing, like we did in the previous Mishnah, and then plant the grapes. Natua, if it was already vines that were planted, Venimloch, and he changes his mind, Lazora. He wants to take advantage of the good wheat harvest or the uh, large price increase in wheat. <clears throat> so he wants to change from grapes to wheat. Lo Yomar. Ezra, he shouldn't say, I will do Zorea, I will plant the grain. Achakach Asharish, and afterwards I will, Asharish literally means uproot. I'll take the Shrashim, I'll take the roots, I'll rip up the, the grapevines from the roots. Ela, rather, what does he do? Misharish, he pulls up the vines from the roots. Achakach Zorea, and afterwards he plants the grain. Sulmerav Asetayv. Im Ratza, and if he wants to do it a little differently, Gomem Adbachot Mitefach. He could cut the vines down until there's less than a tefach uh, sticking up from the ground. And in that way, they're not going to grow back very well. Zorea. And then he plants. Afterwards, he can uproot. And Farshim say it's unlikely that any vines grow back. But if they start growing back, then it's easy to just pull up the ones that grow back by the roots. But if he's cutting them off close to a tefach from the ground, he's demonstrating he doesn't want the vines anymore. He wants to change it to grains, and then there's no problem of kilaim. Shkoyach, Rabosai.